Welcome to Spell Slinging Sundays. We're your hosts, Bella and the Bug. This is a Magic Gathering podcast for kids by kids. It's okay for adults to listen to. Today, I would like to welcome our special guest for our first Commander shout-out, Bruner Battlehammer. Wait, what? Bruner Battlehammer's here? Hello, everybody. This is Bruner Battlehammer. Maybe you know me from my books where I work with Gritstow Erden. You gotta be kidding me. I'm happy to be on your podcast. I understand you have some questions for me. Can you maybe stop that? Not funny? No. 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 Not not at all. Please stop. Well, you're no fun. Welcome to our first Commander Chatdown. Today we are going to talk about one of the new commanders from Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. Bruner Battlehammer. I've really been looking forward to building a deck with him. I think everybody knows his name by now. Okay, we have been saying it a lot. Yes, we have. Anyway, for a white, a red, two colors, you can cast this legendary dwarf warrior. He gives each creature you control plus two plus O oh for each equipment attached to it. And that is pretty good, but the bonus is that you pay zero rather than the equip cost of the first equip ability you activate each turn. So you would want a lot of equipment in your deck for sure. And you want to watch which equipment you attach in which order. If it has a zero equip cost, you wouldn't want that to be your first item equipped. So you have a lot of equipment, and that's a lot to watch for. But if it's your deck, you should know what's in there. I bet people really study their cards to remember everything. A hundred cards is a lot to remember sometimes. Sometimes, I wish I knew about more cards. Don't worry, you will. It just takes a little time. I study cards all the time, and there's still a lot of stuff I don't know. Okay, Bugs, you were excited for this card. Now, what do you want to do with it? Find all the equipment that I can make a robot army. A robot army? I'm just kidding. But I do want to get more familiar with equipment so I can really use his free equip ability to pump up my creatures. What did you have in mind? Well, I would love to get the swords. Like Sword of Feast and Famine, Sword of Fire and Ice. However, they are a bit expensive. They are a little, they are, but maybe you could get lucky and pull one from the pack. Maybe, but there's no guarantee that I would be able to pull one. The first card I thought of wasn't an equipment card, it was a creature. Lean and Shikari. For white and a colorless, you can cast a cat soldier creature that allows you to pay equip abilities at instant speed. Why would you need that for get a free one with Bruner Battlehammer? Because instant speed is important sometimes. Also, he says each turn, not your turn. So I can equip an instant speed with Leonin. I can equip during my opponent's turns as well. I did not think about that. Sometimes we really have to pay attention to the words on the cards. It can really take a while to get the hang of things. And sometimes you have to think about things a little differently. 
It really does. Sometimes I have a hard time keeping things straight or making things sure. I know what the card really means. Bubba, you're not alone in that. Sometimes I have a hard time, and I have read a lot or do searches for the abilities I'm looking for. That helps me to narrow things down a little bit. I would really like to add lightning grease to Leonin and give it shroud and keep it on the battlefield a little longer. Since lightning grease has a zero equip cost, that makes it even nicer. So it's like instant shroud, where I can give anything shroud. I don't really use a lot of equipment. What kind of other equipment is out there? There are lots of things, Bubba. A lot depends on what kind of deck you want to build and play with. One that helps me win. Exactly, but you want it to be fun to play too. Well, winning is fun. Yeah, but it it is. But sometimes building a deck and trying to play your combo cards is fun too. I can't always want to win and get mad if I don't win. Next, I was looking at Willith, Soul of Steel. For a white, a red, and a colorless, you can cast this 2-2 Legendary Human Ward. If it's legendary, then it could be your commander too! True, but it's the ability that I like. While it does have trample, it also says whenever it attacks, draw a card for each aura and equipment attached to it. So this one lets you draw cards? Well, Bruner will give it a plus two plus oh for each equipment attached to it and add in the trample and being able to draw cards. It would be nice to attach a few pieces of equipment and jump it and pump it so that it would the trample would have a bigger effect. So you're talking a lot of, of about creatures and not so much about equipment. Does the equipment matter or is it just that you have enough equipment in your deck? I promise I will get to the actual equipment. I have two more creatures that I want to talk about first. The equipment is important, but there have to be creatures. It can't just be Bruner and a bunch of equipment attached to it. I suppose that's true. I haven't I haven't heard of these creatures you're talking about. Do we have any in the card cabinet? I'm not sure. I'm still making my list for the deck, so I haven't looked yet. Okay, two more creatures. First is Audric Lunark Marshall. For th- for a white and three colorless, you can cast this 3-3 legendary human soldier. He says at the beginning of each combat, creatures you control gain first strike until end of turn if a creature you control has first strike. The same goes for flying, death touch, double strike, haste, hexproof, indestructible, lifelink, menace, reach, skulk, Trample, and Vigilance. That's a long list. I think that they cover just about all of the abilities. So your so your creatures get all of that? So Only if I have a creature that already has it. Kind of like Audric lets my other creatures copy those abilities. It's important to remember that it says each combat, not just on my combat. With Leon and Uther, he would give all my creatures Trample. I think I would want to get rid of that really quickly. That's fair. I saw my opponent play that card. I would feel the same way. He could create some problems depending on what creatures I can get on the battlefield. 
Okay, one more creature, then time for equipment. One more creature, and that is a Chroma Vision of Ixidor. For two white and five colorless, you can cast the six six legendary angel. I bet Mom wore that or an angel there. She might already have one, for all I know. A Chroma has flying, vigilance, first strike, and trample, so that would work great with Audric, and he as he would pass around those abilities to all my creatures. But only during combat. True, just during combat. Akroma says at the beginning of each combat until end of turn, each other creature you control gets plus one, plus one if it has flying, plus one, plus one if it has first strike, and so on. For double strike, death touch, haste, hexproof, indestructible, lifelink, menace, protection, reach, vigilance, trample, and partner. Akroma also has partner. Wait a minute. So if you play her with Audric, and you get a bunch of creatures with different abilities, and Audric gives your creatures all those abilities, and then Chroma gives them all plus one plus one for each ability they have? Pretty much. I thought you were looking for cards that would work for Brunner's ability. You really need, you won't really need those cards. I should put him in my deck. Ha. Uh, I don't think so. I promise we'll start digging into the equipment. I just wanted to give the deck some creatures so that it would be strong enough to draw attention away from Bruner and hopefully keep him on the battlefield longer. Don't worry, those creatures definitely have a place in this deck. Okay, okay. Enough with the creatures! You're all excited about this card because of the equipment stuff. I know, something about him just makes me think he is pretty cool. Okay, the first equipment I was looking at was Great Axe. It costs one colorless for an equipment that I can equip for five, and gives me the equip creature plus four plus oh. It doesn't seem like a very high, that seems like a very high equip cost. Yes, it does, but with Bruner, I can equip it for free on my turn, since the equip is a sorcery. I do not like this one very much, cause it only boosts the, cause it does not boost the toughness. And if the creature is small, it'll still die easily, like one of my spiders. That is true, but it has low casting cost, so and Bruner can equip it for free. Okay, okay, free equipping. I get it. The next card is a mix between a creature and an equipment. Come on. Just hear me out. Icing Death Frost Tyrant starts out as a creature, but when it dies, it becomes Icing Death Frost Tongue, which is one of Dritz Doerden's swords. I was hoping they would put both of his swords in Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, but they didn't. Okay, why did you choose an creature and an equipment and of course you were and we are back to the creature again the creature is just a bonus the frost tongue can tap down my opponent's creatures it gives it plus two plus oh and has an equip cost of two that doesn't sound too bad except for the tapping down creatures part that is the best part you're right though an equip cost of two isn't too bad what else are you looking at, except creatures? Fiendlash gives a plus two plus oh, 
but the bonus for this artifact is when it takes damage, Fiend Lash lets you deal direct damage to a player or planeswalker. The equip cost is 2, and it gives the creature the reach. The equip cost doesn't sound too bad. No, it really doesn't, but if you have a lot of equipment on the battlefield, the mana equip of all of it will add up quickly. Having one be free each turn means I can get a lot more equipped without spending more mana. So you keep saying... Well, it is what Bruner is all about. Get your creatures the best armor or weapons or whatever and on the battlefield and get your creatures loaded up and ready for battle. This is better not be like the dinosaur deck bug. Ha ha ha. Yeah, I'm getting... I'm starting to like my dinosaur deck. We'll have to do a deck tech on that one sometime. I'm pretty proud of getting it put together. I know, I know. What do you have next? Sword of the Animus. I thought you were going to say Sword of Feast of Famine. I would love that, but it's a little bit out of budget. It'd be nice. It's nice to see those awesome cards, but I think we can... I don't think we can talk Mom and Dad into getting us a couple of those. Probably not, but this is fun. You can you can get really lucky and sometimes something you could pull something cool from a pack. Agreed, but buying packs can get expensive and there's no promise that you'll pull the super awesome card. Oh no. But I do like the mystery. I know, me too. But back to the sword of the animist. So you can equip it for two. is isn't too bad. And it lets you search for a land. Am I right, Bug? That's kind of nice, too. But it doesn't have a high casting cost. Only two mana and gives the, the creature plus one, plus one. When the equipped creature attacks, you can search your library for a basic land card and put it on the battlefield tapped. I knew it was correct. Finding lands can be a big help sometimes. I could see sometimes when it can find interesting in the card. What else did you find, Bug? Another sword, Dancing Sword. It costs one white and one colorless and has an equip cost of one. That seems very worthless with Bruner's ability. I know, but still those costs add up. The sword gives the creature plus two, plus one, and when the equip creature dies, the sword can turn into a two-one artifact creature token creature with flying and ward one so if the deck is supposed to be about equipment and you want this sword turn into a creature well first it's an artifact and that fits with bruner's ability then if i turn into a creature it into a creature as flying which one of those abilities that get passed around by Audric, and since it's a creature i have another place for the equipment to be equipped where do you come up with all these ideas I don't know. Sometimes magic feels like a big puzzle and you're trying to see what pieces fit together the best. Well, there are certainly a lot of pieces to fit in a commander deck. And there are new ones coming out all the time. I suppose you have more swords on the list. Well, next is Ember Queen. That looks like a sword to me. It's a bit expensive to cast. Two red and four colorless, but it does have flash, so you can cast it any time you would cast an instant. Which means I can flash it out and my opponent's turn to, with an equip cost of three. I can use Bruner's ability to equip it right away, 
but when it enters, I equip it to a creature. So if that creature dies, I can equip it to another creature. Oh, that sounds interesting. What bonuses does this this one give your creature? It gives the equipped creature double strike and trample, and it costs one less for each attacking creature you control. That's nice, because it's a little expensive to cast. I suppose you're, th you're thinking about Audric again about these abilities. Of course, that's exactly why I would want cards like that in this deck. Do you have any more swords? Not yet, but it would be easy to put more in. I was looking at a few different ones to talk about today, mainly because I have more of those abilities for Audric and Necroma to spread around. So, what do you have next? A Whisper Silk Cloak. Why do you want a cloak? I'll make the cards, but this one is pretty cool. It costs three colorless to cast and two to equip. Once equipped, it makes the creature unblockable and gives it shroud, so it can't be the target spells or abilities. I'm sure you're thinking about more creatures you want to put with the, all this equipment. Of course I am, but there's still a few more equipment cards to talk about, like Bloodforge Battle Axe. Is that the casting cost of one colorless and the equip cost of two? Most of oh, most of what you've picked it doesn't sound like a very high casting cost. Eh, fair, but I like the things that don't use a lot of mana but have better chance of getting onto the battlefield early in the game. The equipped creature gets plus two plus oh. The best part though is that when the creature with bloodforged uh, blood for is when the creature with Bloodforged Battleaxe does damage to a player, create a token that's a copy of Bloodforged Battleaxe. So this thing is just going to keep making copies of itself? Providing I can get that creature through. I bet that car can be expensive. It's a little bit expensive, but I was hoping we would be able to find one at home. The lower that. Probably won't get that lucky. I think you would be waving it around if you found one. I don't know about that, but I would probably be pretty excited. We'll have a list of cards to talk we talked about at the and their cost on our blog at spellslingingsunday.wordpress.com. Very true. You may look them up on Card Kingdom, which we're not sponsored, just site we like to use. And list the, them all. What do you want to have next on your list, Bug? Next up is Gorgon Flail. So this card costs two to cast, two to equip, which make this card... What, what does this card make special to you? Well, it gives a plus one, plus one. And the touch. There it is! I knew there had to be something. Well, you can't go wrong with that touch. I have a feeling there's that there are a lot more equipment out there than I th about, knew about. And are you thinking of Ardric and the Chroma too? Of course I am. I'm feeling that there are a lot more equipment out there than I knew about. 
I think there's a lot more equipment out there than I knew about. Next is Hammer of Nizan. This has a higher casting cost of four colorless and an equip cost of four. I think it would be nice to use Bruner's free equip battle, battle ability. Bubba, all the equipment is good to use Bruner's ability. But this hammer gets plus two, plus oh, and indestructible. So back to Audric and Chroma. But this one also gives you the ability to attach it to a creature whenever it comes onto the battlefield. It says whenever Hammer of Nizan or another equipment enters the battlefield under your control, you may attach that equipment to target creature you control. That sounds like having another Bruno Battle Hammer on the battlefield. That's letting you quit things for nothing. Good job, Bubba. That's exactly what I was thinking. I suppose there are more equipment you want to talk about? I do, but there are only three. I started to look at equipments the more interesting it got. I think there will be a few more pieces that I would want to find, but really I think I was looking for more equipment to cover up most of or all of the abilities for Audric and Necroma. I get that, but I still wonder why you get these ideas from. Well, it's kind of a process. We'll have to talk about it in another episode. I guess, but next, not next week. I have an idea for next week. Awesome. I can't wait to hear what it is. Let's see what you have next on your list. I have the Haunted Cloak. Haunted Cloak? Does it have a casting cost of three and a clip cost of one? What makes your... What makes you like this card, Bug? That's the casting cost and equip cost. You got that right, Bubba. Well, it goes back to these abilities. It gives the equipped creature haste, trample, and vigilance. Ah, gosh. It's a lot, but there are no bonuses to power and toughness. It just adds to the abilities. I see you have two left on your list. I do. We are rapidly coming to the end. Next is Mask of Absinthe. Oh, Matt. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Mask of Absinthe, it's two to cast, three to equip. This co goes nicely with your hammer, hammer or burner. I like this card because it let, gives me... Gives the creature plus one plus two and makes that creature hexproof. This is the one that means you can't target with spells. This is this the one that you mean you can't target it with spells? Yes, hexproof means that cre that creature cannot be the target of spells or abilities your opponents control. That sounds a little tricky. How do you get rid of that thing? I'm not sure I want to tell you. I'll figure it out eventually. Well, it can't be the target spells or abilities, but if you have something that says destroy or exile all creatures, then it would have to go. Okay, so now I know what kind of removal spell I would want to put in my deck. Time for the last piece of equipment. Basilisk's collar. Basilisk's 
collar is one to cast and two to equip. When this, what makes this stand out to you? This one is more about those abilities. There are no bonuses to power and toughness. Instead, it gives it touch, death touch, and life link. I knew it had to find a way to work with life link in there. Well, it is a nice ability to be able to gain life when the creature deals damage. I knew no. I agree. Well, I like that ability too. Do you have any other cards you want to talk about with Burner Battlehammer? There are, but really, being able to equip at no cost each turn can be a big advantage. With lower cost equipment, I can hopefully get that onto the battlefield early and start getting my creatures ready for battle. I'm sure that you're going to use Audric and Acrombum in more decks. I'm not sure I like that. I'm going to have to start looking up some cards for, to remove them. I'm sure you'll find something good, Bubba. If you would like to see our cards list from today's episode, be sure to check out our blog at www.spellsingingsunday.wordpress.com. Hopefully you enjoyed this, our first Commander Channel with Bruno Battlehammer. Bubba, what was your idea for next week? Oh, yeah. You remember Mom and Dad surprised us with a box of Jumpstart for, for a family fun night? Yeah. I wanted to talk about Jumpstart and see how the cards work. Then you then Mom start talking about Cube, which I was a little confused about. Okay, we can get that all sorted out and talk about Jumpstart and Cube. Be sure to check us out next Sunday and see what we thought of Jumpstart and learn about Cube with us. Don't forget to check out our blog at spellslingingsunday.wordpress.com to see the list of cards we talked about today, and you never know what else you'll find. Bye! Bye.